Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the GCI Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Amar, and on today's episode, I have Phil Salandra here with me. Phil works in fixed income research, and he actually went through senior recruiting to get there. He also started our econ and risk sector here in GCI. So we'll be covering everything from how to successfully navigate senior recruiting, what are the differences between that and the regular timeline, as well as what does a job in fixed income research entail? But there's lots to cover, lots to talk about. Let's get right into it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, happy to come on the show, Anna. Uh, yeah, happy to happy to talk to talk, talk to members of GCI and offer any advice that I can. So speaking of GCI, you actually started our econ and risk sector. So can you yeah. tell us the story behind how and why you started that incredibly important sector? Um, sure, sure, I could talk about that. But uh, so, so just for everyone who doesn't know, uh, because because I've been out of school for two years, um, I um, so so I was the industrial sector head for for about a year. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to start a more portfolio. I wanted to start a more portfolio analyst, uh, or portfolio analysis focused sector, and also a sector that that invests in more than just equities. So what I did is I went to the board. I pitched them this idea. Um, I kind of laid it out as three pillars. Um, they liked the idea. I got four analysts. And the first semester, I really didn't know what I was doing. And three out of four of those analysts left because I didn't know what I was doing and was trying to figure it out. But by the next, by the next semester, I had written down plans and kind of had like educational stuff and a little bit of coding. And, and then from there, it kind of grew and we did some pitches and we did some board presentations and it, and it really worked within the GCI framework. So what would you say are some of the lessons that you learned from building the econ and risk sector, going through that trial and error process that you use in your job today? I would say listening to other people, saying like, you don't have every good idea. And I, in, in my job, I'm, I'm the analyst on the team. So I'm, I, I'm like the lowest ranking person. Uh, so what I try to do is make sure I listen to people more. So that was important. Um, additionally, what, what I came to know for three common risk is if you, there's many different ways to look at something, right? So just because you don't necessarily buy something just because it's been going up, right? You can buy something because it's uncorrelated to something else. You can buy something because it's negatively correlated to something else, but it'll generate like smooth returns. I mean, that's, that's kind of perfect. So like, that's one of the things that I learned from economy risk. Um, I, I use that still in the kind of my thinking today. In, in, in approaching problem solving and that you're not only looking at one thing. And I feel like when you do single stock analysis, you kind of get tunnel vision. And yeah, generally I say keeping an open mind and trying to make connections between assets is important. So we're gonna kind of go through this interview in chronological order. You went through senior recruiting, yes, I did. which is incredibly stressful and also not talked about enough because right. should you, ever find yourself in that situation, I think this podcast could be really useful as kind of a how to navigate advice, right. kind of <laughs> the vault guide to senior recruiting might be right. a little ambitious, but well, well, that's the, what we're going the, for. Oh, yeah, sure. Dude. Sure. So just, so I, I did my internship at City. So I, I, I did work in banking my junior year, like, like, like most everybody who gets a banking job. So I didn't come from something like consulting or something that wasn't finance related. Uh, that said, I, in my senior year, um, recruited again, and you asked for a vault guide to senior recruiting. 
And the first rule and what makes it difficult is that there are no rules. There's no, I mean, sure you can go to the events, but they're looking for, for, for sophomores and juniors and sure they have positions. There's always positions that are open for seniors, but you have to be more proactive to get them. Uh, so what I did is immediately after I decided uh, that, I, that I didn't want to stay in the same thing, right? I started looking, right? So I started looking and I cast a pretty wide net. I looked at research, trading, um, uh, some other forms of investment banking. And, and then I found uh, through connections through the Georgetown network, mostly is, is then how I got my interviews. And really I was able to kind of turn on a dime. So if I was offered an interview in the morning, I would, I would leave class in the afternoon and I would go and take the interview. And, and, and that's how I ended up getting my job actually, uh, was actually through one of those stressful days. Uh, they, they actually happened two or three times. So I, I'd say you really gotta be devoted to like when they call you, you gotta be ready. <laughs> and uh, you have to reach out to a lot of people. And the earlier you start, the better. If you really know you don't wanna go back to your junior year internship, if you had one, I would actually recommend not doing what I did and starting when you're at your internship whether within the same firm, which, which I didn't do, which would have been helpful, or immediately like after, right? I, I waited a, a couple of weeks. And while that wasn't detrimental, I think it would have been easier if, if, I had, if I had done it during my internship. Why would it have been easier during your internship? Because a lot of banks, so one thing that the bank I interned at City, right, a couple of years ago had is if you if you know you kind of don't want to stay in your group, but you're doing a pretty good job or your or your MD likes you or your or your or your staffer likes you, you can sometimes get to another part of the bank. So you can be like, hey, I did corporate banking, but I really want to do leverage finance. Help me get to leverage finance. And if you're doing a good job, they'll they'll generally help you out. Um but if you don't feel comfortable doing that, you can also look at different banks because obviously some banks don't hire back their analysts if there's too many of them or people choose not to become investment bankers. They go and go to grad school. Um, so it's easier to do that earlier because fewer positions are filled. It's, it's purely a function of entropy, right? There's more flux going on. So you have a better chance of getting something. Uh, although I, I, I would recommend doing something maybe talking internally at your bank, unless you really don't like the culture at your bank. But that's kind of my advice. Uh, for people who aren't in finance, um, I, don't, I don't have as much personal experience with that, but what I would say is, is you still talk to people and you have to link whatever you did to finance and kind of explain why you'd be a good banker, trader, researcher kind of thing. So you mentioned that one of the ways that senior recruiting is different from the, the regular recruiting timeline is that you kind of have to be at their beck and call that when they say, hey, you have an interview in two hours, you need to be ready. So there's no like, oh, we're going to interview all the on-campus people on this day. And then we're going to have a super day two weeks later. That was nice. Uh, senior year recruiting is kind of similar to like, kind of more similar like professional recruiting because I mean, it is, it's not really through school, you're applying for a position that's open. So it, it's kind of like that mm -hmm. is how I describe it. And in what other ways is it different? Like, are the questions different? Are the questions harder? No, the questions aren't any different uh, than, than your junior year. Uh, if you do have some banking experience or finance industry experience, they'll ask you about it. 
Uh, they will ask you, why are you looking for something different? Which is again, a pretty easy question to answer. Um, and that's about it. So they, they might try to dig into whatever experience you have a bit more, especially if it's professional experience. Uh, but, but again, that's, that's the main difference from, from the interviews that I had. Because for me, my perception of senior recruiting is that there's, there's really little opportunities available. Is that a correct perception or a misconception? It depends. Um, I'd say no. I'd say there are plenty of opportunities. The issue is they're not obvious. So when you do junior year recruiting, right, there's so many, I mean, especially a place like Georgetown, right? There's so many banks that come to Georgetown that are looking for you. And if you have a good GPA and you're passionate about finance and you did one club like GCI, right, then you can get a job somewhere, right? Provided your grades are good enough and, and you know how to talk through an interview, right? Versus with senior year recruiting, they're not looking for you, right? They're not saying, hey, I'm gonna hire this many Georgetown people and every bank has a quota. They're saying, I'm gonna hire a person or two people, right? There's maybe one or two spots per job per firm, uh, whatever you're looking at. Obviously there's lots of different jobs, but like if you're looking for something specific, right? It's not like there's a cohort of analysts that you're gonna join. You're gonna, you're gonna fill in a slot, right? So you have to be a lot more, your vision has to be a lot broader, right? So you can't just look at city. You've got to look at city, JP Morgan, Credit Suisse and Morgan Stanley, just to, just to throw some out there because each of those might have one position Right. Versus, I mean, at least when I did my junior recruiting, I basically went to four or five banks. Um, part of that was because I wasn't aware of everything and that was, it was my fault, but I basically got an offer from city and I was done. Right. And that just doesn't happen with senior recruiting. So you gotta be proactive. You, you can be more reactive when it comes to junior recruiting. You gotta be proactive for senior year recruiting. And, um, well, it, it worked out clearly. Now you're yeah. in fixed income. So yeah. before we get into anything, can you explain what fixed income research is? Yeah. So fixed income research, there's kind of two buckets to it. There's single name credit research, and that's very similar to equity research, except you're on the debt side. So you're looking at individual companies' obligations, their bonds and loans, right? And you're saying, this looks rich or cheap. Let me buy it, right? So like, if you're, it's, it's good training if you want to do like distressed debt or something like that, right? Like that's kind of one side of fixed income research. And then the side that I've been involved in is called strategy, right? So this is kind of related to what I did in econ and risk and that you're looking at an asset class. And for me, it's been mortgages, right? And you're saying, is this asset class rich or cheap? And are there relative value plays within the asset class, right? Uh, so that's different from equity research where it's very similar to the single name credit research looking at individual companies you cover. Um, and yeah, fixed income research is not also just bonds. It's bonds and uh, currencies and, and commodities generally. That's, that's generally what covers fixed income research. And then your specific division, you said you're in, in mortgages? Yeah, so I'm in securitized products. Um, have you ever seen the big short? Yeah. Yeah, so, so, like, so, like, so like mortgage bonds, uh, government guaranteed mortgage bonds, stuff that's like backed by like auto loans. Securitized products, you, 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 you take a loan 
that otherwise would just be on a bank's balance sheet, corporate loan, auto loan, home loan. You put them together, right? And then you and then you issue securities off of that pool. And there's usually some structure associated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how client facing is your job? Um, so research is very client facing. Um, you talk, I mean, in fixed income research, I uh, we all have a Bloomberg, right? So we all talk to to our, to our clients via Bloomberg. They email us. Uh, we provide we we kind of provide our views. We answer their questions. Um, so I, I'd say compared to equity research, and again, I don't work in equity research, but just the level of client interaction uh, for fixed income research, I'd say is a bit higher at, at, a, at a more junior level. And so you just said that they ask for your opinion or your yeah. view on certain issues. So that yeah. means you always need to have a view on issues. So what are, your, what are the steps that you take in order to always have a view? What do you so- read? What do you listen to? So you have to you have to pay close attention to the market you're covering. You have to um, read Bloomberg and there's articles and there's also changes to laws and stuff. So it's all stuff that I pay attention to. Um, at a more junior level, you also work with your like main analyst, right? And he kind of distills the view and then maybe you contribute something and you kind of put that all together. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of how I would put it. Um, and yeah, generally you you work within within what you've published, and if your views change, you then publish a change. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, what was unexpected about the job itself? Like, what parts about the job did you not expect would be a part of the job? Um, I'd say well, I'm trying to think the the amount of direct interaction that you get with people at a junior level is something I didn't expect mm-hmm. in the beginning. Like I didn't expect that I'd be talking to clients when I was still an analyst or when, yeah, when I was still like a first year analyst. Um, and yeah, that's been interesting that I've been able to do that. And I don't know, like what are the, these interactions like? Are they incredibly formal? Are they casual? Because no, so, they're reoccurring? So, most of the, so it depends. I mean, obviously sometimes people reach out to you and they're like, hey, can I get this data? And you're like, hey, um, you're like, of, of, of course, please see data attached. Let me, let me know if you have any other questions. But like, if you've had a relationship and you've developed a, a, a rapport with people and, that, and there are some people at different firms that I've been able to do that with, then, then it's more like you just go and like ping them on Bloomberg and be like, hey, this just moved X ticks. Well, what do you think about it? And then they'll tell you and, and you have like a little like quick conversation and share ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what, what are the skills that you use the most? Is it communication skills that are, is it researching skills? So yeah, I'd say it's research skills. There's a, there's a lot of attention to detail. Um, sometimes that can be tricky because you're doing a lot of things quickly and obviously mistakes happen, but you want to minimize those. Um, communication skills are important. Um, I can sometimes find that a little difficult when you're in a kind of more, more, more nervous situation, but yeah, I'd say a hard thing to do is when you think you have a good idea and you are having trouble articulating it or backing it up with evidence, even though you know it's a good idea. And what are the exit opportunities of fixed income research? Like where do people usually yeah, go? Just in terms of, in terms of people that I've, that I've known, um, people go to trading, people go to asset management, people go within the bank, they'll move to like a more like more on the business side. So like maybe like, like like new issue for for securitas products or, or or like financing, so so it's it's a very it's a very versatile job. Um, yeah, that's how I put it. 
And then looking back, what was the most useful class that you took that helps you with your job today? Um, international financial markets with Professor Cumby was very useful because Why? there was a lot of bond math on that and introduction to options and stuff like that, which is very helpful and helps you understand kind of the day-to-day. So you're never gonna have to do a lot of math. Uh, you have calculators and Excel functions and stuff, but understanding what duration is, understanding what dollar duration is, understanding what convexity is, it's, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to cap off this yes. uh, very quick fire interview, um, we have our traditional question at the end of every episode, Please. which is, um, what is the most unconventional piece of advice that you could pass on? Don't be afraid. I think a lot of the time we go with what seems to be really good that's closest to us, right? So so there's a, let's say you're looking at a fruit tree, right? Obviously you're not gonna pick a small apple, right? But you're gonna go for a, a good sized apple that's within your reach, right? <laughs> and as cliche as this sounds, one thing that I recommend is seeing all the opportunities you have and spending the time to do that because you might find something that you really like that you didn't know existed. Um, mm-hmm. so, so don't just say, oh, hey, this, this group is interviewing on campus. Let me, let me go and like, just go to that. Like really like, like, like watch as much as you can and pay attention as much as you can because there's a better likelihood you're gonna find something that you're really, really interested in. Mm-hmm. So how should people do that in the context of internships and jobs? Like, again, it's, it's kind of like I said, if you, you may have a lot of friends applying to bank XYZ, right? And you can also apply to bank XYZ, but make sure when you talk to the people at bank XYZ, you, you find out what the opportunities are. You don't just apply to like, I don't know, consumer investment banking, just to just throw out a random thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. It's always a, you know, a pleasure to speak with you.